thanks for tuning into the glitter cast i am doing my gemini season episode today sorry it's a week late i know we're into gemini season already but last week i really wanted to air the eclipse episode because we had our first lunar eclipse the day it was either the day of or the day after i released it and so that's kind of what my thought process was on that but i do have all of the information for you I wanted to say before I get started that when I do the pulls for each sign, I'm probably just going to do like one card per sign, but I had a little meditation session before I started recording and I'm basically just going to like, I have channeled messages and I'm going to just pull like a card and put them together that way. Just because I felt like mixing it up. Sorry if I sound a little sick. I have a cold. I'm 100% healthy otherwise, but I have like not a cold, but a cough. So if my voice seems off, that's why. All right. So I honestly just want to get into it. Oh, but before I do, <laughs> I just want to get into it. But first, let me interrupt myself. Um, if you have not yet given me a nice review on iTunes, I would super appreciate it if you did. It really helps me grow my audience. It helps me build my brand. And these are all important things if you're a small business and you're trying to grow your audience. So I would really appreciate it. Okay. Now we're going to jump into it. Okay, so Gemini season, Gem- I mean, Gemini are the twins. And so, you know, they are always looking to connect with people, to communicate with people. They are a Mercury ruled sign. And so it is, you know, we do have busy minds during Gemini season and we may feel more curious, but when our minds are busier, there can be a little bit of an increase in anxiety or feeling overstimulated. So, it is really important to make sure you are grounding and staying present in your body. You know, when we had Taurus season, you know, a month ago or last month, uh, I guess it was still Taurus season like a week and a half ago, but I digress. It was like the focus was important when it came to like checking in with your body. And during Gemini season, it's like, don't leave your body. Don't operate in this space where you're really cerebral and you're not realizing that your breath is moving from your diaphragm to your chest And then all of a sudden your shoulders are tensing because it's like, this is why that mind-body connection is so important because when you do operate in such a cerebral place or even a psychic place, this is something that I have to be conscientious of, especially if I'm doing readings throughout the day and I'm taking my mind to a different realm, to a different concept of how, you know, I'm not working in tangible energy. I'm working in energy that we can't see. And so that's why it's really important you know, whether you're in a cerebral place or a psychic place, bring it back into your body because if you're not checking in with your breath, if you're not checking in with your body, you're going to get physical symptoms of stress. And then that can cause a little bit of a spiral where all of a sudden you're like an anxious or a nervous wreck. So, you know, our breathing patterns have a direct impact on what our minds and our bodies are doing. So if, you know, you're not giving your body the proper oxygen it needs by breathing from your diaphragm and you're holding your breath throughout the day and taking shallow breaths, then your body's going to get into a little bit of a stressed out state. And so again, I'm going to leave it at that, but it's just really important when we have all of this Gemini energy going around that we are sort of keeping an awareness when it comes to what we're doing with our breathing and our bodies. So um, we do have a lot going on in Gemini. So we have Mercury retrograde. And for those of you, I mean, all of you, I'm like, (laughs) I would be hard pressed to find one of you guys listening to this who doesn't already know what Mercury retrograde is. But just to review and refresh, Mercury retrograde, like every retrograde is a planetary optical illusion where basically like depending because all the planets are moving at different speeds, there will be certain times of the year where it looks like a specific planet is moving backwards because of the different planets moving behind it or in front of it or whatever. Um, And so Mercury is sort of looks like it's traveling backwards in the sky, which, you know, kind of perplexed ancient astronomers until they kind of realized, oh, wait, like, Space is expanding, and so yeah. Anyway, the 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 gravitational pull is different. All that all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> but it does, even though it's an optical illusion, it does seem to have 
an impact or an effect on us. Because even if we're thinking about like Mercury retrograde being a confusing thing, if you were someone who was studying the cosmos like way back in the day and the stars were being like, you know, kind of predictable uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, Mercury, you see starts still slowing down and then doesn't move and then starts moving backwards. You're like, you like, it would just kind of be like, that's curious. That's confusing. And so I like the fact that this sort of like element of confusion, I mean, I don't like the element of confusion in general, but I think it's kind of interesting or funny that it carries down in that way. So with Mercury being in retrograde in Gemini, it's a little bit more brutal than normal because Gemini is a Mercury ruled sign. And if you are a Gemini or even an air sign, to be honest, but if you're a Gemini or a Virgo, it might be (laughs) an especially bad uh, retrograde for you. I know a Virgo who she's just like, is always like having shit go wrong when Mercury's in retrograde. And it's because it's like your ruling planet. It's just like, as a Scorpio, for me, when Mars goes retrograde and my moon is in Aries, which is a Mars ruled sign, I'm just like so over. I'm so done. I'm glad that they don't happen every year because I don't think I can handle it. It's like every two and a half or three years, I think. I don't have all the like retrograde timelines committed to memory. Some astrologers do, though, and it's crazy. It's so crazy when you see astrologers that have been doing it for like 20 years and they can just like you can see like when they're trying to calculate something in their mind It's like you can see wheels turning. Like I have like clairvoyant visions of like clock gears moving because it's crazy the way that their minds work. But um, okay, so, you know, Mercury retrograde, again, it's like breakdowns in communication, uh, traffic jams. It's not a good time to travel. They say it's not a good time to sign contracts. And, you know, you still have to live your life though. So I don't know. I feel like whenever superstitions go around, like not signing contracts during... Mercury retrograde, it's like everything is contextually going to be different. And so it's like, yeah, there are probably people who did things during Mercury retrograde that it's that there were caution not to, but also like some people probably went against that norm and they were fine. So every case needs to be considered as it's like special, unique individual thing, especially because like Mercury retrograde will probably hit you in different ways, depending on where it's at in your chart, depending on which house is ruled by Gemini. If you have Mercury retrograde in your natal chart, you know, that's going to have a completely different effect on you. My my natal Mercury is retrograde and my retrograde has been fucking awesome because I, I can't talk about the things that are happening, but there's some career g- growth stuff that's going on. And it's like opportunities just started coming in after retrograde started. And so um, it's been kind of cool that way for me. But also like I noticed the internet buffering. I noticed like... I feel like sometimes when I notice weird energy coming in too, I, I'm aware of it. And so I fight it or I block it in some ways. So like if I feel like, <clears throat> you know, we're all kind of collected to, we're all kind of, we have this collective consciousness, right? And if I know that the collective is kind of like nervous and in a tizzy right now and Mercury retrograde isn't helping things, if I can feel nervous energy or anxiety trying to get me if it's like I can feel it creeping in you know what I mean um and if I stop and I acknowledge it instead of trying to run from it and hide from it if I stop and acknowledge that there's a potential that anxiety can come in or nervousness I analyze if there's anything in my life that could be triggering that Um, like for instance, this morning I have a cough right now, but I was supposed to go into the crooked path. And so I had to like reach out to Popey and I didn't want to be like lame and call in, but I was just like, Hey, I'm vaccinated. I feel healthy. I have a cough. Um, do you want me to come in or not? And it was turned out she was like, no, I don't want you to scare people. But, um, I was like having just very, very mild symptoms of anxiety. And so, um, I was like, okay, like, am I freaking out? Cause I don't want her to think that I'm like calling in or being lame or bailing on him. And so it was like so much easier to sit and filter through that and think about it than like try to hope it goes away. Because there are also times when that happens and I check in with myself and I don't find a reason for it. I can't explain why I would be feeling nervous or anxious And then I'll start to kind of push it out and breathe it away because I can, you know, it might not be mine. It might be that I'm having a psychic connection with someone who's experiencing anxiety, but I can't take that for them. And that's what empaths do. You know, we take people's anxieties, we take people's pain and we are healers. And so 
we end up getting stuck with it. And I think that's why it's important to learn psychic defense so that you can just decide that you're not going to because you don't have to. Like, what do I need to do that for? Maybe that person needs to have anxiety because they there's something that they are trying to run from. And I don't want that getting pushed on me. So um, it's like, a, again, a case by case, you know, situation. Like if I'm with someone that I care about and I love and I know they're not feeling great and I am in a good place, then I'll let the emotion flow through me and run through me. But if I'm just like minding my own business, trying to work and there's an intruder in my psyche, I'm not doing it. I'm just not. So it's kind of like the, the, like whenever I go on tangents like that, I'm like, I wonder how crazy you just made yourself sound like <laughs> better not try to get out of this industry because no one will take you after all of like the bananas things you've said publicly, but it's okay. Cause this is like, I, I can't ever imagine any other career path. This is like, it's opened up because it is my path. Okay. So, um, we just had today, I want to talk about what, where some of the other planets are positioned. <clears throat> Excuse me for, I was just, I was just about to like move my mouth away from the microphone like this <clears throat> to clear my throat, like a polite person. And I'm, instead I accidentally leaned in and just like gave you guys an earful. Sorry about that. I'm going to take a sip of my drink. Okay. It's uh, pomegranate juice. And I love drinking pomegranate juice because it's affiliated with Persephone who had sight and psychic ability. And so I kind of like feel like it's a nod to her whenever I drink it. All right. Okay. So I'm going to talk about eclipses as well, because we do have a solar eclipse in Gemini coming up on the 10th. The lunar eclipse that I talked about with Nariano was in Sagittarius. So there's a little bit of a different vibe there. But I want to talk about what's happening today, actually, June 2nd. And that is uh, Venus moves into Cancer. Uh, ironically, in my notes, I wrote Cancer moves into Venus, which is classic textbook Mercury retrograde. But um, <clears throat> to talk about this shift, I will say that, like, you know, if you just met someone in the past, like, three or four weeks, when Venus was in Gemini, it was probably really flirty, really fun. Um, and with Venus in Cancer, this is where people can start to get a little bit clingier. And depending on how open you are to taking things to the next level, like it could be a lot. Uh, cancer is known to be the sign that like has very deep feels. It's one of it's one of the signs that has very deep feels. And um, with Venus there, this is going to be how it pertains to our relationships. Now, on the plus side, we will be more in tune with our romantic partners because there's a natural intuition when we're looking at Cancer energy. You know, its ruler is the Moon, which rules you know our own personal intuition in a separate way. And then it's also like, you know, cancer is the mom and mother's intuition is, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone debate against mother's intuition. We all know it's a thing that exists. Um, <clears throat> so we will be psychically more connected to our partners and you will feel what your partner feels way more. Um, so you want to make sure you're nurturing them, but at the same time, like, because it's going to make you feel good to nurture people. Like cancer really does love uh, taking care of the people that they care about. And with Venus there, like we're all kind of in this place where we want to like be loving and caring and nurturing towards our partners. But like there's a crux there where we can give too much and not receive enough. So you have to always be mindful of that balance. Um, if you're looking to attract someone, if you're single, uh, I would do that by being a little bit more maternal. And I'm not trying to like assign a gender to that at all, just like maternal in the nurturing sense, but I don't care. Like you can be a maternal and nurturing, nurturing man. So <clears throat> I'm not trying to say anything otherwise. Um, let's see here. I feel like there was another point that I wanted to make about cancer. Um, making sh Make sure you're taking like cleansing baths as well, especially if you're feeling like emotionally weighed down. Um, it would be a good time too to kind of... Um, no, I think this is something. I, okay. The note that I was just about to give, I think I actually channeled um, for someone else. So I'm going to hold that, hold that line. Um, I want to talk about the solar eclipse in Gemini. And we have, okay, sorry. I just want to pull that chart really quick because I don't have a ton of notes here. Um, I will say that it is, ha like, I just don't have notes because I felt like I was just going to look at the chart and tell you what I see. <laughs> so I didn't prep notes on that. Okay, so I have the chart here, and it is going to be, like, early in the morning. 
um, around around 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you want to do your ritual or anything like that on June 9th, if you are participating in ritual, again, like some people say not to during an eclipse, I always, you know, <clears throat> I thought, you know, I talked to a couple of other cultists because when I talked to Nariana and a bunch of other astrologers that I talked to throughout the last few years, you know, a lot of them say don't cast during an eclipse. And I wanted to talk about people who weren't astrologers and what they thought about that. And I talked to Greg, he works at the Crooked Path and he's like a super, super knowledgeable cultist. And I kind of asked him, like, what do you think about like casting during eclipse? Because the energy is really chaotic. And he was like, if you need to cast a spell, you need to cast a spell. It doesn't matter if there's chaos or not. It's about what you need to do and the work. Um, and I asked Sal the same thing and he was like, no, I don't like, I don't fear eclipses. I'm a witch. And I'm like, he like got like that, like sassy Sal, the way that he is. He was like, I'm a, I'm a witch. I'm not afraid of anything. Um, I've, I've cast during eclipses, but <clears throat> I think superstitions exist for a reason as well. So people probably have had experiences, but I don't cast every eclipse. It's just, if I feel like it, I've heard some people give offerings during eclipses. Some people do banishings. Banishings are supposed to be pretty, good during an eclipse. <coughs> I'm so sorry for being gross with my coughs, you guys. I feel so bad, dude. I've been like coughing so much at night and it actually might be like an allergy cough because it's when I'm like laying down when your sinuses drain that it gets the worst at night. And I've been having to like get up and go sleep on the couch in the middle of the night because I feel bad. I can tell I'm waking up my boyfriend like all night. And so like it's been a bummer, but also like it's, it's a cold, like it's just like whatever you live with it and then you move on, you know, but I'm just sorry for you guys that I'm coughing into it. Okay. Sorry. I'm no, I, I veered off topic. I'm getting back to it. I promise. Okay. So we have this solar eclipse. <coughs> Damn. <coughs> we have this solar eclipse in Gemini. And I mean, when we're looking at the solar eclipse, it's, you know, the moon and the sun are together, they're conjunct, and it's sort of like, you know, because we're looking at that new moon energy, and it's just sort of like, I think in some ways it's kind of like ego versus emotion, because the sun does represent our ego, and the moon, re like, represents our emotions, and Gemini kind of looks at things from multiple, multiple perspectives, and so, like, there could be this weird internal conflict that you have with yourself or you may just feel like you're kind of like bouncing back and forth with your ideas or your thoughts and then also like mercury is hanging out right next to um the sun and the moon on the new moon on june 10th and uh, which is also the same day as the eclipse and so <clears throat> it's going to be really cerebral there's going to be a lot going on with our minds it's going to be busy there is a square to neptune which is a harsh aspect which means things could be confusing things will feel uncertain we won't know exactly what the path ahead looks like nariana kind of spoke about this and we talked in the last episode where it's she's just sort of like don't make any big decisions and i kind of agree because we, we do have mercury retrograde uh, usually i'm always the person who's like live your life you know however you want to in the moment <clears throat> and like, you know, astrology is a good way to guide yourself. But like in this case, I'm kind of like, yeah, no, I, I would just like hold your horses on certain things. Um, we do have a nice aspect happening. It's in a, um, a nice aspect ha happening between Saturn and Chiron around this time. And that will like, that will space out over the course of several days. And it's basically just sort of like we can um, we can heal ourselves by setting boundaries. And if we don't want to necessarily explain ourselves right away, it's okay to take some time to explain yourself. Um, and then also like applying structures, new structures to the way that you go about your day every single day, or even like your finances or whatever that looks like for you. Um, it's a good time to like kind of hone in on your responsibilities and revamp things if they're not working for you. We will have what else that's kind of all I wanted to say on the new moon again it's just like you know the, it, the new moon is at 19 degrees um, and so I would check and see if you have any planets at 19 degrees if you have any planets in Gemini and which of your houses is ruled by Gemini because that's going to give you a lot of information on specifically how this is going to affect you um, <clears throat> on June 11th so the next day Mars moves into Leo 
Um, and so Mars, again, is the action planet. It's where we get our motivation. And it didn't have the best time in Cancer. It doesn't love being in Cancer because Cancer is super emotional. Our emotions can get in the way of us actually doing things. There can be self-doubt. Um, on June 11th, this all starts to lift. So if you've been feeling weighed down, if you've been feeling unmotivated, if you've been feeling like your emotions have had a direct impact on your ability to get things done or not, this changes on June 11th when Mars move in, moves into Leo. And what's nice about this is like, it's perm it's like the universe is giving you permission to do things based off of what your ego wants, which is like a rare treat for people <laughs> who are in the spiritual community. Cause I think so much about what we do is how to take care of other people. Uh, and our hearts are twisted towards sort of like pampering and nurturing other people. But also like, I feel like in the spiritual community, we have really weird relationships to our personal egos because we always want to make sure they're in check. Uh, right now, you got to keep your ego in check still, but you can make moves based off of like how you want to shape yourself, how you want to shape your image, how you want to shape your identity. So, you know, don't look at it as being selfish or like, you know, don't hold yourself from putting yourself back out. Like don't hold yourself back from putting yourself out there either. Um, I see this a lot when I am doing readings and I'm talking to people who are self-employed and who want to grow their career. And so much of that is contingent on social media. And I am by no means a social media giant, but I do, you know, I do understand that for a lot of people, um, even getting to the point where you're reaching people that aren't in your immediate circle, they feel like <clears throat> it can be hard because they want to feel authentic or just putting themselves out there can feel scary and weird. And like, what if, you know, there's like a weird pressure around social media that like, just try not to let it stop you from <clears throat> putting yourself out there if you do need to sort of like harness social media for your career goals. Um, take another drink. <clears throat> okay, that's better. Um, <clears throat> if you've had an emotionally trying time recently, this is going to be when you start to feel more like yourself. So it is about like getting in tune with who you are and how other people have shaped you because you've opened yourself up to them. Um, and if you've been hurt by anyone recently, this is a really good time to sort of put yourself back together stronger. So it's actually a really nice placement for Mars to be in Leo. It's a pretty headstrong element here. So people are going to kind of feel like doing what they want. What they want. Don't try to control anyone. Don't try to stop anyone or get in anyone's way because it's just like it's not going to go well. It's a, there's a lot of a, a fierce energy happening right now and like a, like no one's going to tell anyone what to do. <laughs> there's just not, um, which brings me to my next point. On the 12th, um, Saturn, which is also retrograde right now, it's going to be squaring Uranus. And if you remember the episode that I did with the astrologer Rick Levine or if you listened to... Um, I think it was like Karen Wontowski's podcast where I did sort of like predictions for the, for the new year. Um, but there's this sort of like Saturn is our structures and it's authority and Uranus is a wild card and it wants us to evolve. And the square has, you know, it happened during like the beginning of the year and then, um, Saturn kind of moved away from the square it was in with um, Uranus. Uh, and now it's retrograde. And so it's going back into a square, which is a harsh aspect or difficult aspect. And then once it stops being retrograde, it's going to pass over it again. So we're learning a lesson over and over and over again, and we're getting hit over and over and over again with this energy. And I was thinking about Saturn being in retrograde this morning when I was preparing to do this episode. And with Saturn being our authority and our structures and with it being in retrograde, I feel like it is so telling of the times that we're in right now because we have like Roe versus Wade being challenged. We're having, um, you know, st like Texas is just like, I'm like, I can't handle Texas at all right now. Like Texas is out of control with like the, like the conservatism. It just is. And, um, you know, like all the, like all the voter restriction stuff that's been coming out recently. And I'm just looking at Saturn, which represents our structures and it represents authority and it represents government and cops and it's moving backwards. We're fucking moving backwards. Uh, and I'm like, wow, yeah, that's Saturn retrograde. Um, but you know, now it's entering this square with Uranus, which wants us to evolve. And whenever something is aspecting Uranus, you just don't know how it's going to turn out. And so it's like, you know, 
I worry about this applying aspect because I know that the Supreme Court is trying to overturn overturn Roe versus Wade. And I'm so fucking pro-choice. Like, I'm like, if there are people who are listening to this that are pro-life, like, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm so fucking pro-choice. And like, I don't know if you're not, it just, it's really hard for me to like hear an argument around that without wanting to burst into flames. Um, and so like, sorry, I don't like <laughs> not to take it there, but also like, I don't know. I'm tired of not taking it there because it's supposed to be taboo or whatever. Like, no, women need to be able to make a decision for themselves. It doesn't have to be the decision to like terminate a pregnancy, but like that, like that needs to be an option. But also like the crazy ass Texas law that they just passed that's like women can't get an abortion after six weeks. Like most women don't even know that they're pregnant by that point in time. But also they're trying to, if Roe versus Wade gets overturned, then they have like legislature lined up that will make it punishable for like doctors will be tried if they give abortions and they can be sentenced to up to 45 years in jail which is bananas and it doesn't make exceptions for um babies that have health issues so like if you have a you know if you're pregnant with a baby that has like it's going to be super you know have a hard life health wise that's you know that's an extremely difficult decision for a mother to make especially if you're wanting the child but like it's sometimes people are faced with that choice and Texas is like, I'm going to take it away. And in cases of incest or rape, I'm going to take it away. Uh, even if it can affect the woman's health, I'm going to take it away. They're like, I think that they're going to leave the option open if the woman will die. And that's pretty much it. So when I see the impending, you know, the Supreme Court wanting to overturn Ro- Roe versus Wade, and I see Saturn regressing, and I see it meeting up with Uranus, it makes me very nervous. So I don't know. We've got a little bit of a political roller coaster coming up throughout this year. Um, June 11th is just when that degree becomes exact, but we're already rolling into it. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the chart for today and Saturn is at 13 degrees and Uranus is at 12 degrees and uh, the unit of measurement I would use for planets that are this slow moving, sorry, I didn't mean to say this slow loud, is usually about three degrees. So like we're already in it. We've been there. Um, okay. So on the 20th, we have, I said the moon enters cancer, but that's so not, the sun enters cancer. I was like, obviously I was Mercury retrograding all over my notes because I was like, the moon doesn't enter cancer. It's the sun. The sun enters cancer on the 20th. That is the official beginning of summer, the summer solstice. And I will have um, the cancer episode out to you guys on the 22nd, probably, unless I release early, but, uh, don't count on it. Cause I've barely been releasing these on time. Okay. So <clears throat> I want to, I was just about to ask you guys if you had any questions. Can you tell I've been teaching astrology a lot lately? Um, does anybody have any questions? Actually, if you do have any questions, you can totally, uh, email me though. I have zero problems with that. Okay. So I want to talk about, let me just grab my tarot cards, bring them closer. Uh, sorry, I'm like, I like never edit these ones just because it's really time consuming to listen to an entire episode and like take out every single cough. And even if you have the times, like if you, even if you write down the times when it happens in your notes that like I've got pen and paper in front of me while I record, it's still like going back and editing is a pain in the ass. So like I just, I just like to have these ones go. Okay, so, hold on, I'm just grabbing these. I have, like, a million decks in front of me. Okay. All right. So, Aries, when I was channeling your energy, it just felt like there were multiple outcomes for every person. Um, And so, it's like, and I, I mean, that's always true. Of course, that's always true. But... It felt like almost like for Aries, there are multiple options for each individual person. And so like the way that Gemini season is experienced by Aries is going to be different for each person. Um, I will say that Aries, if you've been feeling tired or worn down, when Mars does move into Leo, 
on the 11th, you're going to feel a lot better because Mars is your ruling planet. For Scorpios, Mars and Cancer isn't so bad because we're water signs. And so we can kind of hang. But for Aries, it's like exhausting and people are annoying. So if you've been feeling that way, that'll clear on June 11th. But um, you're all like... You're going to be sort of like seeing multiple paths for yourself. And I do think that there is an intuition, like a spike in intuition that's happening for Aries right now. Um, And so if you feel overwhelmed about like making decisions about your life and you feeling unorganized or unscattered, it's probably because your psyche is trying to accomplish too many goals or sees too many goals that you can manifest upon. And so it may be time to like kind of pare down Um, what's funny is that I just pulled the card for you guys and it was the ace of cups, which is kind of like a new adventure, a new journey or a commitment. And so I would just like look at one situation in your life, preferably like creative or educational or even spiritual, um, that you feel like you want to recommit yourself or dedicate yourself to. I don't think this is so much about like committing to a specific person or a relationship. Uh, I guess job or career could be an element in that. Um, But I think it needs to be recommitting to something for yourself that makes you feel more like yourself. Uh, Make sure that you're choosing your paths wisely. So, you know, follow your heart, but also keep logic in mind and planning. I know that Aries can be very impulsive. And so you're going to want to, you know, figure out how, like, and that's one of the things that's great about Aries. Being impulsive is one of your best traits, but it's also like you need to marry that with planning and structure and steadiness. So that's what I have to say about Aries. I also made a note here that you may become more engaged in a spiritual study or a spiritual practice. So if you have been thinking about like learning astrology or getting more serious about tarot, uh, I would say that this would be a good time to do it. You may even want to pick up one of those like spiritual journals for yourself. All right. So moving on to Taurus. Um, when I was meditating and channeling, I definitely like felt a significant shift between Aries and Taurus and the energy did feel heavier and I do feel like Tauruses may need to be doing a little bit more with their psychic defense right now I don't think that you're being psychically attacked I just think that like the shitty darkness that exists that exists in the world is like kind of weighing on you and weighing on your um weighing on your psyche I felt pressure on my crown chakra And whether, you know, like whether anyone likes it or not, like there's ugly bullshit in this world. And I've like such a potty mouth this episode. I wouldn't even talk about this episode. I'm always that way. Anyway, um, I feel like, you know, the heaviness that exists within our world is just like, I felt like actual pressure on my crown chakra. So Taurus is pay attention to if you feel like there's a weight on the top of your head, if you're getting like weird migraines and they're like in the middle of your forehead where your third eye is or on the top of your head and it just feels like it's like centrally located in either of those places, that may be a good time to do like a cleansing meditation. A lay down meditation would be good. If you have a headache anyway, you're going to want to relax and breathe out and untense because like so many headaches are caused by tension, which is another reason why it's important in Gemini season to make sure that we're tapping in with our bodies. And then, you know, that's kind of where Taurus energy is at. So um, Taurus energy also feels super grounded, which it always does, but it feels like very grounded right now. And the problem is that like, if you're very grounded and you're not engaging with some sort of gratitude practice to make you see the beauty in the world, to help you see the beauty in the world, it can sour your view on the world and the universe, which is kind of interesting because the card that I pulled for Taurus is strength, which is funny because um, my favorite Taurus, like my favorite, my favorite human Taurus, um, her life path number is an eight. And so this is her tarot card. So I just kind of appreciated that, that synchronicity. But this is just sort of like knowing that the only thing that you can control is yourself, uh, trying to bring love into the world, trying to bring love to yourself, not letting negativity win, removing yourself from negative people. Um, and being really gentle with yourself and just taking time to decompress and relax and, and setting, setting psychic boundaries, energetic boundaries, and even like verbal boundaries if you need to. <clears throat> okay. So moving over into gener- into Gemini, and I will say there is a lot of, there's a lot of Gemini energy in general right now. We're in Gemini season, Mercury is in retrograde in Gemini, the solar eclipse is going to be in Gemini. And so <clears throat> there's just a lot a lot happening in Gemini. And when that's your sun sign or even your moon or your rising sign that it'll affect, you know, depending on which of those 
categories you fall into or whatever planets you have in Gemini, um, it's going to feel overwhelming in, in, in that aspect, in that area of your life and in your chart. And so with so much Gemini energy going on, things could feel, you know, for Gemini's a little bit like a roller coaster. Um, you know, it could just feel like every day is unpredictable. Every day is different. You never know who's going to do some crazy shit next. And you're just kind of like stuck in the middle of it. Um, and sometimes you might cause it too. And, you know, roller coasters go up and they go down. So you have to kind of look at life that way right now. If you're on a downswing, it's going to go up really high. Uh, and you know, if you're up high right now, just, I don't know, like, I'm not saying there's going to be like a downslide. I think it's just like come back to your body is, is kind of where that's at. Uh, what's cute. Oh, I just pulled this star for Gemini's, um, which is the wish card. And so I love that, you know, it's your season and it's your birthday and the tarot's pulling, you know, I pulled the wish card for you guys. Cause like the universe is like, make a wish. You have the star card. You know, this is your guides are listening to you. Your guides are trying to be there for you. Um, they want to know what, like how they can help you. So it's really good and important that you talk to them. And what's funny is like when I was taking my notes and I, I wrote down like, you know, things are going to feel like a roller coaster right now. Someone's guide just said, yep, hold on. So <laughs> someone's guide is like, ta- like, like intruded into my meditation session. They're like, Hey, tell them to hold on. And I was like, okay. All right. So happy birthday, my sweet Gemini's. I love you guys so much. Gemini are awesome. You guys have a bad rap. You guys like get a bad rap sometimes, but you know what? So do Scorpios. So maybe that's why we, I feel an allegiance with you. Um, okay. Lisa Stardust, who I've interviewed a bunch of times is a, is a Gemini. Okay. Cancer. Okay. So (laughs) I think that this part in part could be because Venus just moved into your sign. Um, but I do feel like just like cancer hearts opening, um, and just beauty sort of unraveling and being brought in front of you. But like my throat chakra felt so tight and it wasn't from my cough. Like I know the difference, but like by this point in time, I know the difference between a psychic message and something that's actually physically happening in my body. And this was a psychic message. Like my throat didn't close up because I have a cough. It hasn't done that once. And like, it was an energetic thing. And so cancer is like, you just may feel closed off or you may feel like you're not being heard or that you can't express yourself or that you don't even know what to say if you would. And it's okay to just like, sorry, there's a helicopter going by. It's really loud. It's such a beautiful day that my windows are open. So like it's not, I'm not working in the the most silent of environments at the moment. Okay. So cancer, um, you know, I always say the same thing, put peppermint oil on your throat chakra wear blue stones around your neck in, you know, in a necklace, drink peppermint tea, sing, think about if there's anything that you want to say. Um, I do feel like for as open as cancers are right now in their heart and for all the beauty that they're able to see right now, I do feel that there's going to be moments where cancers feel really closed off. Um, And I think it's just important to remember that it's okay to be quiet so that you have time to reflect. So if you feel yourself shutting down, that's totally okay. Like you can't live there. You can't stay there. That would become isolating. And then, you know, that leads to a lot of places that we don't want to go. But, you know, it's okay to be a hermit every now and then. That's not the card I picked for you, though. I just pulled for you guys the high priestess, which is good because it means that your intuition is on fire right now. It means that the universe is trying to guide you. There will be a temptation to follow your heart over your mind with Venus being in your sign right now. So it's going to be important. And with Mercury in retrograde, um, it's going to be really important that you are using your mind as well as your heart. Don't run away like on an emotion, like stay, stay present. And I know you, I know like you guys can do that. I'm just like, (laughs) you know, just trying to, just trying to push the the uh, info that I'm getting from the other side. Um, Watch out for synchronicities, angel numbers, all that good stuff. If you're trying to develop psychically, this would be a good time to do it. You may have dreams coming through, although with Neptune squaring um, the eclipse, I would just say that there's probably going to be like dreams aren't going to be the most cut and dry. They're convoluted all the time anyway, but I think that's going to like continue to be the case. So just keep that in mind. Okay. The Leos, Leos, you know, your energy felt a little bit like it was on autopilot. 
and you may just be a little bit bored. Things could feel slow right now. I will say that like, let me hold on. Let me double check something. I will say that right now until June 11th, Mars being in cancer, it is like in your 12th house, which rules the subconscious. And so it's sort of like, you may just like have a lot going on in your psyche some days. And then on other days, it's just kind of like you feel numb or, or like you, like you don't really recognize what, like the life you've built for yourself and you're trying to decide if that's where you want to be or not. So it's okay if you're like, if you're being reflective on your choices up into this point and how it got you to where you are. Um, you know, you'll probably have like deeper heart connections coming through, which I think can be scary. So want, you know, it would be good if you check in with like, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. I think this is especially going to be true because cancer is in your 12th house now. Just today it moved into, um, I'm sorry, Venus is in your 12th house right now. It just moved into cancer today. And so with that being love and your 12th house, again, being the unconscious and the unseen and even self undoing, you might want to like look at, look at your connections in your romantic relationships and if they're deep enough and if there's an opportunity to make them deeper and if there is if you're hiding from it or if you're stepping up to it so it could be kind of like a, a confusing or weird time with your emotions but um that's okay because things are going to get way better for you anyways once mars mars moves to leo on june 10th or june 11th the card that i pulled for you is the page of swords so this is going to be like the universe encouraging you um, again, I feel like this may have been a message that came through for you guys in the past, but it's again, it's about taking your, taking your education into your own hands, whether this means going back to school or studying a hobby or even writing or picking up, you know, a news interest and becoming more well-read on archaeology or Egyptology or whatever it is. Like our minds need to stay agile by exploring different concepts and discovering new information and in your brain and your psyche is really crying out for that and it's going to give you a nice distraction from like any internal weird stuff that's going on right now um, especially because if your relationships are intensifying right now it's good to like take a break and a breather from that so that you can sort of like not always be in this super deep place no one wants to be like even as a Scorpio and I'm like I'm a Pluto ruled sign right so I'll go as deep as uh, is that someone will let me, um, even then I'm like, yeah, I need to like, <laughs> I need to dumb it down. I need to go play video games or like whatever that looks like for you. But again, like, I don't recommend this being about video games because this is like, this card specifically is about learning and expanding your mind, um, and learning things you don't know about yet or mastering, you know, mastering new information. Um, but like taking the steps towards mastering it cause that it's a process, right? Okay. Um, Virgo, what's weird is like when I started to channel Virgo and now it's happening again, my like, you know, there's like weird saliva glands that if you like put a lemon head or a sour patch kit in your mouth, it's like all this, it's like the sour, <laughs> I'm like, it's the sour gland. It's the gland that goes, is triggered by sour food and that was going on. So I don't know what that's about, if that resonates with any. Virgos, but outside of that, I was seeing the sleep schedule, like Virgos, check in with your sleep schedules. Um, retrogrades can sometimes give people insomnia. And I feel like that's especially true if you are a Mercury ruled planet. And so like, if you're a Mer not a Mercury ruled planet, a Mercury ruled sign, um, <clears throat> there could be some stuff going on with your sleep schedule. So making sure that you're doing the best to like kind of keep that consistent. I know we don't always have control over that my sleep was crazy last night. Um, and so if you do have nights where you really, really cannot get to sleep, you really are having insomnia, maybe just choosing that as a time to be productive. Cause if you're feeling thrown off right now where you're like having a weird sleep pattern and then you're tired during the day. And so you don't want to do things that are just for you, um, like a hobby or a talent, or even like if you're self-employed and there's stuff you need to take care of, like just let your insomnia be productive then. Um, but also like I try not to go there unless the insomnia is like really bad and I know I'm not going to get to sleep because I always would prefer to keep a consistent sleep schedule because I just don't want to get thrown off. And so you guys would want to look out for that as well. Um, I do think that Virgos are probably receiving a lot of really random 
information psychically, but also like random thoughts just popping in. Like I felt like you guys were tapped into information, whether it's personal information that lives deep in your psyche or psychic information or collective consciousness information. Like it all felt very erratic the way that it's coming through. And I think that's probably Mercury retrograde and the eclipses combined. Um, Just let it flow through. If you have like really weird random messages happening a lot, try not to fixate, try not to let it stress you out, try not to like get overly involved in trying to like solve the riddle of like the universe's synchronicities because that can get real weird. If you're like, if you start to fixate on synchronicities, it can go to a weird place. So just let it flow. Like that was the verbatim advice that was given by whoever's guides were helping me um, channel that energy. Just let it flow is what they said. Watch your crown chakra. Uh, Watch that pressure coming through like I talked about with Torah's. Uh, which is interesting because I also pulled the strength card and this is a completely different tarot deck. So it's not like I'm not shuffling right. Like I'm using different tarot decks for each sign and um, Virgo, you guys got strength. And so again, it's like acknowledging how far you've come. If you do have like random thoughts pop into your mind and they happen to be painful ones, well, okay, you can't change the past. So accept it, release it, and then applaud yourself by how far you've come um, if there are painful memories that come back about pain you inflict on other people, it's okay to feel bad about that. But again, like you can't change anything. Um, saying sorry is not always even like received that well. So that is also like a case by case thing if you feel like you need to make amends for something. But um, knowing that you're not the same person who did bad things in the past is important for Virgos right now. So I think it's good that you acknowledge that your journey has been unfolding this entire time. And looking at your personal evolution can be painful, but it's also a reminder of how far we've come. And I don't think that this is necessarily information you're going to seek out. It might pop back in and it's just like, remember your strength. Okay, I'm going to take a sip. (coughs) A cough and a sip. Oh, Voodoo, it's okay. It's just me. It's okay. Her little bark, she's just sleeping. Okay. Um, Libra. When I was starting, when I started to channel Libra, I like tasted barbecue. It was kind of bizarre. Um, so I don't know if anyone's got barbecues coming up, but probably cause it's the summer. So when I was looking at Libra energy, I was like seeing cycles and I was seeing almost like the tarot card, the world where it's sort of like, you know, you like there are a million opportunities available to you, but you have to make sure that like you are putting yourself out there for them and that you're not holding yourself back. And so I do think that there's an element of like creating opportunities for yourself by breaking patterns that have run their course. And that's going to mean something different to everyone. You know what I mean? And so if it's like even like a pattern that has run its course, that could even be like just like the job that you're in right now. And how do you break that pattern. How do you break out of that? You quit or you find another job or you ask for, you know, a a promotion, whatever that looks like for you. And fittingly enough, the card that I just drew for you guys was the Knight of Wands, which is really about like trusting that you like trusting in yourself, trusting in your cause, trusting in the belief that you are on the right path and that the changes you're making for yourself are the correct ones that you like, you know, if your heart is drawn to a change or a shift, you shouldn't question it, you know? Well, I mean, I don't want to say that like across the board because sometimes people are reckless and they, they listen to their hearts too much, but I've never been there. I've never been that person. I 100% have been that person. Um, this night of wands, it's like trusting yourself, trusting that you can take care of yourself, knowing that you can rely on yourself and then like moving forward boldly. Um, moving forward boldly in your goals. I like the deck that I'm using for this. It actually belonged to my boyfriend's aunt and she passed away and it's the Rider weight deck, but she like, I love it because she was learning, like she was like learning through these cards. And so she, she wrote notes on every single card. Um, and so I don't always agree like with the notes that she wrote down, but let's see, what does this one say? He is hasty in all that he does. Um, her handwriting's a little bit hard to read. Resilience. Coming and going on matters. I don't know about that, but um, works. Busy. 
strength can like yeah okay sorry that's just like those are like the little keywords that I had. they're not as um yeah anyway <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna awkwardly move on to the next sign now we're gonna do Scorpio Scorpio energy I always try to like be impartial so I always try to separate myself from the collective in this I did just get like I almost felt like I could just like feel a pitch so I don't know if someone's been like feeling a pitchy energy in their third eye or even if you've been hearing high-pitched sounds I don't know where that came from exactly but it kind of just hit me um as I started talking about Scorpio energy but when I after I you know tried to separate myself like without completely separating myself from the Scorpio channel I felt like like Scorpios are just kind of chilling right now um I do feel like Scorpios are kind of having a lucky time. Scorpio energy is being a little bit spoiled, but um, I felt in my in my um, right hand, which is like the hand you cast with or you give with, I felt almost like you just have to be careful because I think the universe is trying to spoil you right now if you're a Scorpio and the universe is trying to give you opportunities. Um, but I also feel like as far as money can go, like, you may feel tempted to spoil yourself and spend a lot of money on yourself, especially if you've come into more money lately, but I feel like a big expense could be coming up. Um, I do happen to have a big expense coming up, but I already know about it. So it's not like a surprise to me, but especially with Mercury retrograde and everything being kind of crazy and unpredictable, just like make sure you have some savings, make sure you've got some stuff in the bank. The card that I pulled with Scorpio is a lovely card. It's the 10 of cups, which is kind of like emotional fulfillment feeling happy in your home, feeling happy in your career, feeling happy in your heart. And if you're not there yet, then, you know, it's just taking steps towards those, just taking steps towards that fulfillment. Um, but I do think that like any Scorpio right now who looks for something to be grateful for can access, you know, this sort of vibe, this energy, this emotional fulfillment with the 10 of cups. It can also be emotional endings because the 10 is the last number in the suite before we move on to pages and the knights and queens and kings. So um, there is the indication that there could be like a breakup, but generally this is a happy card when it's on its own. Um, it could also be a marriage, you know, or an engagement or things like that. So uh, really good stuff for Scorpios right now. I was, I was happy to see that. <clears throat> okay. <coughs> Okay. Sagittarius is my throat chakra closed up really bad. Um, and then I felt like my shoulders were really tight and I almost felt like they were burning. And then I started to kind of feel on my legs. So I was just kind of worried about Sagittarius is getting sunburnt right now. So make sure that you're putting on enough sunscreen. Um, if you're a Sagittarius and you're spending time in the sun right now, like look out for hydration. Cause I'm just like feeling a lot of symptoms of like dehydration, like being too exposed to the sun without drinking enough water. Um, so like kind of just like acknowledging that, like the way that you take care of yourself when you go outside is changing because the season is changing. Um, I feel like the energy, I felt like the energy was like pulsing and fluctuating. So there could be really high highs, really low lows right now. Uh, I think that you're just going to kind of have to roll with the unpredictable energy, um, the solar plexus didn't feel great. So you may be feeling like, I don't know, it's hard to describe because it almost is like you feel like you want to move forward, but you also feel kind of stuck within your circumstances. And so that could be an interesting dynamic to be in. Um, I do have the last judgment or, you know, judgment as the card that I pulled for Sagittarius. So I do think that like if you're waiting for an answer for something, if you've got like legal stuff going on, if you're waiting to hear about a job, if you are trying, you know, if you're on the verge of a breakup or, you know, get, like even getting engaged or getting married, like this is where things come to a culmination. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. It's just sort of like situations become settled when this energy is here. So if there's something that you've been feeling in limbo in, I would say that it will probably settle you will find a resolution, you'll find a solution, you'll get an answer, whether or not it's the one you want, or it is the one you want. It's like, so hard to tell, because eclipses are crazy, and Mercury retrograde is crazy, and everything is nuts. So uh, just roll with just roll with it. Um, Capricorns, I definitely felt a really interesting thing going on with you guys, where there's like a perspective shift. 
And this could have to do with your relationships, your domestic life, your personal life, or even your professional life. But it could just be that you're seeing people um, or situations differently than you had before, or even what your place within a situation is. And so if like, you know, I, I'm like, I always kind of think about um, the people that I know in each sign when I channel. And I have a friend, Grace, who's a Capricorn, and she kind of not like super recently, but she did start like a new career in the last year. And so I feel like for her, things will probably click in a new way. I should probably th see things in a new way. And so that's kind of an example of what Capricorns are going through. Um, the throat chakra is not great, but it doesn't feel like Capricorns aren't communicating. It's feeling like maybe you've stopped communicating because you feel like people aren't necessarily hearing you. And you're tired of saying the same thing over and over again. And if that's the case, then you just need to move on from the situation or from the person. I do have the Page of Cups and this tarot deck that I'm using. Um, the depiction, it's a Greek mythology uh, deck. And the depiction is Narcissus, um, which sounds a lot like Narcissus, doesn't it? Um, and he is, there's that Greek mythology where he fell in love with his own reflection. He couldn't stop staring at himself in the water. And so that's what we've got here with the Page of Cups. And so I think it's like really important and good that you're focusing on yourself, but don't close yourself off to like where other people are at emotionally, which is very common for Capricorns. Capricorns are actually very sensitive, but there's this like valuing composure and like not wanting to open up to the wrong people that kind of protects them from connecting emotionally when they don't want to. But sometimes like Capricorns can get into a place where they're too guarded and they're not feeling or seeing or understanding what the people around them are going through and so there's this kind of interesting dynamic where like there could be miscommunications happening where like you don't feel like you're being heard you don't feel like you're being seen but the people that you're dealing with are almost mirroring that you guys are mirroring each other so you may just want to take a step back and think about what that looks like and you know if there are ways that you can be more open with the people that you should be more open with um, but also again, if you feel like people aren't hearing you and they'll never listen to you and you feel like you're being dismissed, it's time to move on. Okay. Aquarius energy I loved because it just kind of felt like anything could happen. Uh, now I have that song in my head. Anything could happen. Um, that was like my, my lovely singing voice when I have a cold. Anyway, um, I feel like it just feels like anything could happen and it feels both exciting and bad. Like there's a lot of things up in the air there's a lot of uncertainty I do see because Aquarius is ruled by both Saturn and Uranus so both of your ruling planets are in that square that I was talking about right and one of your planets is retrograde right now and so you may feel like almost like you're in a tidal wave in fact I think you could use like the imagery of waves as a symbol for you right now from the other side that like if you're seeing waves or if you're seeing the ocean or if you're seeing like troubled waters it could sort of be your guides just being like yeah ride the wave ride the wave you know try not to get angry try not to get pulled under try not to uh get washed away just ride it see where it takes you um I think that because we have such unpredictable energy the the way that I this is what I kind of channeled in the way that the other side told me that this energy should be dealt with is that it's sort of like Anything can happen, good or bad. And since we know that we're going to be bringing in surprises, try to do things that can bring in good surprises. Apply for a job you don't think you'll get. Uh, put your put your work out there if you're creative in ways that you haven't tried before. Mix up, you know, the way that you're lifing, but in a way that is healthy, productive, and creative. Uh, don't take any extreme gambles with that Saturn Uranus square. I don't think anyone should be doing that right now especially during eclipse season, like, it's just kind of weird, weird time to, like, I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like there are some daredevils out there that are like, let's see what happens. And if you're that person, fine, I don't care. Like, be that person. Um, but I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to, like, err on the side of caution, I would just, you know, don't take unnecessarily ri unnecessary risks, take productive ones. Um, also I feel like, I felt like my sacral chakra totally opened up and it was kind of like have lots of sex, but use protection. I don't want there to be unexpected pregnancies with Aquariuses right now. That was something that concerned me, especially because I do feel like there's a surge in sexual energy for you guys right now, but, uh, 
don't get surprised by something you don't want to get surprised by especially if you live in texas oh my god i feel so bad for women there right now it's just like fuck you gotta be like accidents happen man sucks i don't know i'm sorry my heart goes out to you guys um okay so oh i also felt like the crown chakra really opened when i was channeling um when i was channeling aquariuses and i pulled for you guys the knight of swords and i do think that this is sort of about like trusting your mind trusting what you think being okay to move forward with the intellect that you have trusting that you're smart enough trusting that you're informed enough um but don't be like too stubborn about your disposition if it's not going to serve you like don't get in political arguments with people for no reason it's like I don't want you to get stressed out over stuff like that um I also I'm getting a funky smell in my nose so I think like your coal your clear olfaction um might get a little bit boost where you're having phantom sense I'm sorry if you're hearing a dog barking right now that's not voodoo I'm watching my neighbor's dog and he's like I think someone just walked by the house and he's losing his, he's downstairs losing his mind. But anyway, oh, now Voodoo's going. Hey, hey, it's okay, baby girl. Ugh, now I have to let her out. Hold on. <coughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, Pisces. Uh, sorry if I just like dropped off on Aquarius. I don't think I did that. I think I was pretty much done before Voodoo and Vinny started barking their heads off. Okay. Pisces energy felt really light it felt really good um but I do think that you're more sensitive right now um in a good way in a gentle way in a way that's not overwhelming but you want to be careful about who you surround yourself for that reason um making sure that you're practicing psychic defense also making sure that you're grounding I'm feeling a little bit of weird pain in my uh sacral chakra like actually like in my straight up uterus and I'm wondering if someone has a cyst so like if you've been having weird pain in your lady area get it checked out because I'm worried about a cyst um anyway this could also be a create maybe I'm just reading it wrong it felt I don't know it felt more medical than like energetic but um this could also be that there are creative blocks happening for Pisces right now So I do recommend burning orange candles, eating oranges, working with essential orange oil. Like that's all really good way to keep your creativity growing, but also like forcing yourself to sit down and doing something creative, even if it feels unnatural, even if it feels forced, like it can help sort of loosen up those blockages. So I do recommend that if you are experiencing that, I think that you probably be a little bit more clairsentient than you have been recently I'm feeling my skin a little bit more sensitive to energy right now so pay attention to if you're feeling like tingling sensations or even like um I'm like I didn't want to say a burning sensation especially because I just talked about like vaginas and cysts and stuff but I don't mean it in that way I mean like on the skin if you feel like there's like a like a burning or like not the like the nicest energy like that's when you'd want to call in your protection but I mostly think that like Pisces are actually pretty protected right now I'm feeling a lot of really nice supportive divine energy around you kind of feels like a time to engage and lean into love and I actually pulled the ace of cups for Pisces so it could be a new relationship or again adding new depth to the relationship now that we have Venus and Cancer and so I do think that like you're going to re-fall in love with life you're going to re-fall in love with the people around you maybe fall in love with someone new Um, but yeah, this is just sort of like an emotional reset, feeling refreshed, feeling supported, feeling loved. It's a really actually like, I honestly say Pisces probably has the nicest energy going on right now based off of like what I channeled in this session, a little bit of solar plexus stuff going on though. So just make sure that you're, you know, charging up your ego, charging up your self-worth and not letting other people's judgment weigh you down uh, and just sort of like you do you you do you you be you all right so that is it again uh, please rate and review on iTunes it really really helps me you can find me online at rainbowglitterstar.com where I sell uh, my house cleansing kits and my crystal kits and my my ritual boxes for prosperity health and wealth all that good stuff (coughs) 
You can book a reading through my website as well. On Instagram, I'm at Rainbow Glitter Star. And for daily podcasts and daily memes, you can follow me at The Glittercast. Uh, feel free to reach out if you have any thoughts or questions or comments about today's episode. I hope you guys are surviving this Mercury retrograde. I know it's crazy. We've got, you know, we've got the eclipse on the 10th. So try to keep a light schedule, try to lay low. But yeah, it'll be great. We're all going to live happily ever after in a castle. So I can't wait to see you there. All right. I love you. Bye. Bye.